seem to be pretty pretty fine. I'm doing pretty all right. I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm doing best I ever did. Ever done ever done fucking did. Is that the sneaky cold opening? I don't know. Eventually, <laughs> we have to find we have to find a way to work in. It's gotta be something funny. Or I'm like, bro, that's that's funny. And then bro, I can I can hit bro, it. Bro, that's pretty funny. And then I can hit play. I mean, you I already play? hit play. I mean, I already hit play. But I mean, oh, like, oh. I can, I can put in the music. You can and hit the music pause and then you can hit play again. And then I can hit play again. It could be an out of context moment. Yeah. And it was like, bro, did he just say the word without the vi? <laughs> I, it's like I won't say it for a bit, but then that could be used against me. It can be used <laughs> sure against <will>. you. <laughs> it's it's a. Wait, it's not a fruit. Was it like an oil? What's what is that thing it's, that uh, starts with V I and ends with er? <laughs> it's a cooking ingredient, I think, of some kind. It's a cooking viper. Is Ghost Army too? But can also be used for. Dirt. <laughs> I wish she was viper. I wish she was viper. Y'all pollen don't even smoke crack. What's up with that? Y'all pollen don't even smoke crack. I'm just gonna assume that was fine. Hi, welcome, welcome to Kurocast. This time we're not gonna have bad audio, I hope. Last time was kind of rough. I, I'm upset that I had my gain up that high because I was like moving my desk around or whatever. But now, now I'm sure it's fine. Now I'm sure it's a-okay. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. The recording stopped. If you, no, it didn't. If you, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> if you start editing and your gain is too high, I'm going to beat you. Oh my god, don't. Too bad. Don't get your gain high. Alright, well anyway. <laughs> my 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 guests this week. Sorry for sounding tired as well. I just got hit with sudden hunger pangs trying to start this off. Yeah, as if you're hungry. Yeah, it's too late now. It's and we, too late you, now. You got rid of our snack drawer. Yeah, I did. You changed it to a... Fun drawer. The fun drawer. The fun drawer, you yeah. Mean, you mean that comedically oversized and still full jar of peanuts isn't still there? No, I threw that away like Why? a year ago. And said it is a comedically sized wolf dick. Yep. That is true. <laughs> it can kill people. They can kill people with the werewolf schlong. The werewolf schlong. <laughs> yeah, I, I made it into a sex drawer. That, that's what happened <laughs> to it. I, it. I needed a place where I can securely hide them from everyone so it's, it's not in the room. It's also comedically placed just below his Lucario. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for everything. There really um, is. <laughs> Get a look at that Gundam. So anyway, who who are you people? Who is this person to <clears throat> my left? This is the Pizza He-Man, a.k.a. the Pizza, a.k.a. Man. And then, and who's that? I'm I'm pointing at him with with a hyper realistic hand. <laughs> <laughs> this is artist Grim, also Grim, also Grimbo. Grimbo. <laughs> or Grimblo. What do you do, Grimbo? No, don't bring back fucking Grimblo. <laughs> I'm gonna there. cheat the near naming system. You're I'm gonna an... call yourself Grimblo. Yeah. Jesus. He's played again. He's forever deleted from existence, just like the name should be. Anyway, I'm an artist. I do shit, but my comms are closed at the moment. That's me. Yeah, that's him. He's good. He does he does a lot of work for the channel. I'm excited to eventually unveil one of the things that he made today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just gotta work on my next video, which should be soon. I, I want it to be before the month ends, but we'll we'll have to see. It's either gonna be end of month, early next month. It's been tough. It's it's been tough. And then, yeah, I, I'm Jack. I'm resident cat boy, future barista, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about it. 
but yeah, I, I do voice work, I do videos, I do all that sort of stuff, and art soon, hopefully. I'm, I'm getting better, little by little. But yeah, who who wants to go over the week first? Also, you don't gotta know about PT, he's just my roommate. Yeah, hello. He, he's the person helping me get job. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it works out. Okay. He, has, he has four copies of- Hello? Spoilers. Hey, no. <laughs> Spoil- Cut that out. Uh, don't, nah, don't worry, it's not like one listens to the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, so, which you want to go first? I imagine pizza. Uh, do I want to go? I nothing happened in my week. That's yeah, the, exactly. That's why oh, you go first. You're gonna okay. be the shortest. I okay. choke on these all the time. Yeah, you choke. Okay, I need, I need mental prep. Okay, my week consisted of nothing because four people could at my Starbucks. Oh, fantastic! So, uh, nobody wanted their hours, so I took up their hours because I was like, yeah, I can work, and that was a horrible, horrible idea. Wait, so, why, wait, why did four of them quit like at the same let, time? Let's see. Uh. Two, two, the first two quit because they kind of liked each other and were good friendos. So fucking uh, like outside of work, like th- they only got in because they were friends. Mm. So it's like fucking or like one of them worked there and one of them got the other in because friend. Mm. And then uh, when one of them quit, the other immediately quit too. Oh, I thought it was gonna be something like they were dating and the workplace found out. Nah, it was, and then like a week later, a lady sent a, a, a not safe for work image to my manager by what? accident when she meant to send it to her boyfriend. <gasps> no, 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 that's a fucking story. You can't just be like, oh, NSFW image. Okay, this lady, it, she, it's disgusting. This lady, but... <laughs> this lady, she always had bathroom issues. So while working, like every like hour and a half or so, she'd be like, oh, pizza, I gotta be right back. I'm like, okay, and then she gone for like 10 minutes and then i guess i guess the last time she did it she was like oh i gotta be right back like i gotta go and then and then she sharded her pants really bad yeah she didn't and then she she didn't make it if you wanted to be brief yeah she didn't make it and then she's like oh that's kind of fucky hey let me take a picture of this since my boyfriend and be like lameo look what happened to me quirky look what happened to me at work (laughs) haha look at my shit uh yeah look at my human feces and then somehow instead of sending it to her boyfriend she somehow sent it to my manager (laughs) and then and then she quit and then she quit yeah out of embarrassment out of embarrassment and i haven't seen her since she just moved to this town from out of state, <laughs> so what I'm an curious. Impression. So I'm curious if she's just immediately moved back out, just bye bye. But oh I don't god. know. I, have, I haven't seen this lady since that happened. Oh my god! And then, and then the last person was just like, "Man, my fucking mental state is deteriorating from this job. I need to quit now." I'm like, okay, dude, do what you got to do. So he quit. Oh, I thought I thought he was. The person where he was like, "Haha, sex joke," and then the lady was like, "Oh, oh no, that that was him. that was just so, someone else from a different part of the store." Oh, I see. That, that yeah, which is also shitty, by the way. I that, still that, hate that story every time you talk. Yeah, about I was it. like, "Damn, that's a really shitty thing to happen to you with a fucking sexual harassment charge at 19. Yeah, and they they were like both friends too. Yeah. So I'm like, what kind of bitch just is like, "Oh, well, I, I I didn't laugh, so now I'm gonna get you fired." I didn't laugh. <laughs> well, what the fuck was the logic there? with I the fire i don't know i don't even know because th- that girl like she just seemed completely she was it wasn't like oh i'm traumatized by this it was just like she was completely just fine after it she she didn't yeah, care yeah, i was like, like she just wanted to fire him for some reason I'm like okay. yeah like, like what fucking cunt for for a job that is already struggling to find new people <laughs> yeah i'm like okay what a fucking nightmare so yeah that happened and so yeah i've been working a lot been working six days a week and all my hours are a thing of like fucking it's late enough in the day where I'm like, yeah, I can I can sleep in. 
So, and then I sleep in. And I'm like, oh, I got to go to work. And then once I get home, I'm too tired to do anything. So I just kind of sleep. So the past six days, it's actually been nothing but work and sleep. And I've done literally nothing. You haven't been getting your Prime Gems? Yeah, I was going to say. He's been playing I, I do like half an hour of Genshin a day, yeah. And like Yakuza. I, I, I got to get that bread. Yakuza has been few and far between. You you haven't been building your... <laughs> My Lucario. Babe, like... <laughs> you haven't been building your Lucario. <laughs> Babe, are you okay? You haven't been building your Lucario and Ryolu complot. <laughs> it, it, I saw it at GameStop. I thought it would be cool to build. I thought it was figures. I'm like, ah, oh, that's lame. I saw his gunpla. I'm like, oh! oh! I need better gunpla. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, all I've been playing is just Loco Roco. Hey, you've been playing Loco Roco. Wait, no, I'm or sorry. No, Patapon. No, Patapon. Yeah, because uh, Japan Studios died. Yeah, so I felt bad, so oh, I bought, I bought their game that's on sale on PS4. Because fucking Jim Ryan is a cunt, and I hate him. Was that his name, right? Jim, the the Jim, fucking Jim Cook, Jim Ryan, Jim like Cook, that. Jim Ryan, the the fucking guy who looks like microwaved Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, this, he hates games that came out more than three years he's ago. Like, oh, these are positively fucking ancient. Why would anyone play these? <laughs> these look rancid. These <laughs> fucking terrible. Gelatinous boomer. So so that's like a whole thing we got to do. We got to go through. Well, for one, we don't have that much storage space. Uh, actually, no. Let me let me backtrack. Uh, Jim Ryan, I'm gonna assume his name is, he's, like, the CEO of, like, Sony or whatever. Uh, and basically, that dude is, like, haha, Lameo, game's old. So the PlayStation 3, PS Vita, uh, and PSP stores, all three of them are just getting, like, straight up shut down. Which is understandable, in a sense, you know, everything has their life cycle. But his reasoning for doing it is, like, really shitty. And there's a lot of games that people kind of want to preserve, right? You know, God Hand, for example. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of fucking Japanese games that never got localized, which, of course, I'm accessing through a Japanese account, but, you know, that's the easiest way to get those. And then just amongst other things that are just hard to get, you know, at a reasonable price officially. So, you know, if, if you want to play Klonoa, that's the way you'd want to do it. Legally, at least. So, you know, what do people do when they can't get things legally? I don't know. <laughs> That feels like the only option, unless you want to deal with fucking like scalpers for millennia. So you know, uh, thanks to that person, I'm I'm going to have to sift through hundreds of Japanese games, and we're gonna have to get a new PS3, uh, because we have a fatty PlayStation 3, and I got that when I was younger, because I was like, wow, this is the version that can play PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 games. Now I'm finding that the limited storage space and the fan is not worth it. I I would rather just. Have playstation 2 so we're gonna have to get a beefy slim we're gonna have to be like all right let's find some weird fucking japanese games <laughs> and of course you know we've got to preserve god hand symphony of the night all that sort of stuff amen <clears throat> those those would be the closest to official ways that we could play those and that's how it'd be i i hate you jim ryan i don't know who the fuck hired you but i wish you would be unhired and he's just doing some shitty stuff, and that's what ties into that too. Is he's more than likely, whoa, turning notifications off. He's he's more than likely the motherfucker who's just like, oh, Japan Studios, nah, more Western games. Let's market more Western games. So he's essentially the guy killing our niches, and he's just like, yeah, you know, no more old games. No more Japanese games. No more Loco Roco. No more Patapon. Patapon cringe. Uh, Team Ico and all that are like on their own thing as is, but no more Gravity Rush. Uh, potentially no more Bloodborne due to the fact that they own those rights because you know FromSoft develops. They they're the rights holders. That's why we already had the whole thing with uh, Demon Souls not being like a FromSoft thing. But you know, I don't trust that motherfucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sony is Sony is going to be in the fucking dark ages again, and that's really worrying. So, uh, if you guys want to move on to PC, <laughs> I feel like now's the fucking time. No. I'm getting on that soon. Yeah, it, it, it's essentially the way to fucking go. Because I don't want to deal with Microsoft where it's like, alright, this is the Western box. <laughs> now Sony, one of the fucking heading Japanese devs, or fucking, what, what would I say, like businesses, console makers, etc. outside of Nintendo? It's like, yep, yeah, they're they're also falling for it. They're like, wow, last for two. Go out and make more of that. <laughs> so, if, if you want stuff, you're probably going to have to go to PC. I can't even, like, highly recommend Nintendo due to all the shitty business practices that they have to begin with, so it's like, yeah. Make sure by the end of the month you get your Mario 3D All-Stars or it's gone forever. <sighs> what if I don't want to pay $60 for $10 worth of games? What if I want to pay triple the price because somebody's selling it online? Next fucking Nintendo Direct is going to be Mario's Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's going to be. The next Nintendo Direct is a re-release of Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. <laughs> without any changes or enhancements God. at all at full uh, price oh yeah to, to preserve Miyamoto's vision or whatever. to preserve his vision I, I know that's like a Zack Snyder thing or whatever but I have to think about it in the context of Nintendo <laughs> the Miyamoto cut the Miyamoto cut the worst cut of them all the, the Miyamoto cut of Thousand Year Door will be the most nightmarish <laughs> fucking thing y'all wanna pay full price for Skyward Sword again <sighs> yes I hate it of course I do when I paid so $50 for it back in 2011. When I got it as a Christmas present. I also got it as a Christmas present. <laughs> and then I played it and I was like, no, nah, I would never pay full price. I feel bad. Never, ever. I got it. I was like, man, this game fucks. And Twilight Princess, why can't you come back to Switch? You're stuck on Wii U. <laughs> sure I would, is. I would probably pay 25 for you. <laughs> I paid like 40 for the Wii U version that I got to like the fucking lake area and I stopped. You stopped? Yeah, because it was like my fourth time playing. I'm like, yeah, I think I got my min ass fill. You almost got to the <laughs> yeah, part... Yeah, it's never gonna be filled for never me. Are you fucking kidding me? You almost got to the part that gave me a fucking heart attack as a child. I thought you were gonna say boner. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's the entire game for me, that's but you know. Yo, you get midden ass and <laughs> and wolf cock. Good. <laughs> Double whammy for Jack. Hey. Double whammy. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> babe, are you okay? You haven't touched your werewolf bed dragon. <laughs> you haven't touched your werewolf bed dragon. I touch it every night and myself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now I look like I feed myself. God damn it. What a podcast. What a podcast. Why did you do that? Why did you, did you just like not that? keep it together? I can't. I laugh at my own jokes too much. <laughs> Why did it reach out like that? Don't worry, because he's already done. It was just for for context. I spit water out, outside of my bad dragon cup. I was trying. I was trying to drink water, but I laugh at my own jokes too much. Do it again. Oh, <laughs> that, that looks scary. Looks like he threw I, up. I know. That's why I was scared. I thought that's what happened. No, it's just water. I was half tempted to just slap you on your back, but the results <laughs> happened anyway. Oh, you motherfucker. I just wanted to make a funny. It was too it funny. It was too funny. It was too funny for me because I'm an asshole. You sure are. To Any yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Grumbo. Uh, well, how was your week? Because all, all my jokes would just be mid ass. That's a good point. <laughs> Is Midna an emote on the Discord? Uh, yeah, actually, Minna Blush. Is yeah. her ass a meme? Oh, no, I should. Uh, I should Bongos make it one. animated and everything. Bongos, <laughs> the cat, just going. 
only. If only. But you're weak. You're, you're weak now that I have officially puked up water on stream. Yeah. Uh, I finished Nier Gestalt after, like, a year of borrowing it from Pizza. Yeah. I went well, technically, technically me, but, you know. Technically. <laughs> I threw it at you. Yes. We, whoa, Plague Upon Thee. You threw... <laughs> it's just, whoa, Nier Upon Thee. You threw Gestalt and Drakengard 3 at me because I wanted to try Drakengard 3. I was like, hey, it's pretty fun. And then I played it, like, two hours and I went, fuck this game, I don't like yeah. it. I forgot how far I got. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, fair enough. You need to grind. You need to grind. You need to Just get... like Dragonguard 1. That's why I haven't beaten Dragonguard 1 all the way. Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay. I, I haven't gotten to God. The what? I haven't I haven't, I haven't beaten fucking Dragonguard 1 final boss. Oh. Because that game has like four completely different like ending routes. I thought you turned that shit off. I did turn it off. Oh my god, unbelievable. The game has like four different ending routes. I got, like fucking believable. It has Sorry. five <laughs> ending routes. Uh, okay, I figured, but it's like I got the first two and then I started doing the third and fourth one. I'm like, man, I'm way too underleveled. I didn't feel like grinding a fucking Dragon Guard 1. <laughs> no, you didn't feel like pressing square a bunch and then occasionally hitting triangle. Yeah. But isn't the, aren't the dragon levels fun? Vaguely, when you don't die. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not interested anymore. I, I feel so that's a good fucking way to put Drangard once. Like, yeah, games come, <laughs> you don't die because all those stages are like t 15, 20 minutes. So, it's like, if you get to like the 18 minute mark, you just fucking <clears throat> die. It's like, yeah, fuck you, do it all over again. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I skipped over. So I skipped over all that in favor of playing Gestalt. Yeah. And I will say that game, <clears throat> it's a little bland at times. What? Oh. Really? That, that, it just I'm gets shocked. Over long periods of time, it starts to get a little bland for me, especially near the end. I was like, okay, time to do the second half of the game again. Oh, yeah, okay, that's that's understandable. <clears throat> sure, that's always, but... like, the most <clears throat> mind-numbing aspect of Nier. As neat and unique as it is, it is legitimately one of those things where it's great the first time around, but, yeah, replays. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Gestalt, especially, I think, handled that really poor. Automata, <laughs> uh, you at least had, like, planes like 9S and shit, if mm -hmm. anything. Plus, you, you have chapter select. You could just blast through that. You don't yeah. have you don't have that luxury with Gestalt. It's like you finish the game, want to get those other endings, play that second half again. I did. <clears throat> I I was still invested in Path B because mm. I got some new cutscenes. I was like, oh my, I am a monster. Yeah, BB. I, I thought the BP. Yeah, BP is the biggest fucking one. Like outside of the endings, like BP is like one of the ones I almost actually kind of fucking cried. <laughs> I'm I'm happy BP got more lore in Automata. Yeah. yeah, savior. Become as god. Become as gods. Happy for BP. Good job. Proud of you. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> I'll agree with Critical. That game is has a very fucking good story. Oh yeah, no. The story is like phenomenal. Um that's why as much as I love Near Automata, I kinda reflect on the story and I get a little bit disappointed thinking about it. Yeah. It's I, I thought it was crazy for a long time for being disappointed in it. Yeah, I mean I still really love Near Automata. Don't get me wrong, that's still like one of my top games. I mean the fucking <laughs> replicant might replace it soon. <laughs> depending. <laughs> Cause the main thing Gestalt slash replicant needed was, hey, let me play the pretty boy from Replicant and B Give me good combat. <laughs> I want to play really good combat. I'm pretty sure rep. <laughs> words. I'm pretty sure the PS4 version of Replicant's gonna be really fucking good with that combat too. Yeah, yeah. It has that fucking Automata engine, baby. Mm, yeah, it's um. Of course, it's not Platinum doing it, but it still looks pretty fantastic. It's um. They're not a first-time developer, but I I can't remember. I remember sifting through their stuff, and they didn't do a whole lot. Mm. Um. 
But what they did looks promising, at least. Uh, you know, hope for the best and all. I can't see how it could be bad. Well, well, if anything, I can't see how it could be worse than Gestalt is the thing when it comes to its combat. <coughs> so, you know, only only ways up, unless they, like, fuck it up on a technical level. I don't know. I doubt that. There, there, there's been ports where they've had, like, weirdness. I remember recently there was, like, that game 13 where it got, like, a remake, and they completely oh. removed the cell shading, and, like, combat was, like, more finicky. Tons and tons of glitches. So, you know. And from what we're seeing so far of Replicant, it looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in it. I, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I really don't see how that can go wrong unless it had an atrocious launch. Or it's like, yeah. oh, oh my, it's a pretty boy turned into Gollum for half a moment. <laughs> Poor pretty boy whose name is not near. What if they fucking gypped us? You like play the game uh, and, and then you're, you're playing his like brother near. He's like going out into the field and he's like, okay, commencing virtuous mission. <laughs> he like rips off his he face. Show, it's popping Papa. here. He's like, all right, let's go, Yona. <laughs> let's go, Yona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brother. 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 <laughs> <Fucking> Father. <laughs> Father. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm surprised that the Ramones, they thought were bland. But, you know, it, it do be that way with the pacing. I see what you mean. I still um, love the story, though. Oh, yeah, no. Characterization is, like, the biggest fucking thing here. And Automata was pretty good with it, too. You know, I did feel like I got to learn a bit about um 9S and 2B. But I feel like Taro went a little bit crazy, and he sprinkled most of the good shit across the um external like material or whatever. Like the Yorha, the Yorha stage play. Yeah, the Yorha boys in particular was like really fucking engaging to me because mm. yeah, we just don't see these boys, and it gives a lot of context as to who Nine S is as a person. Um, but yeah, no, it's wacky. <laughs> It's always funny to think, too, about 9S. Um, I'm not going to go into spoilers, of course, but it's like when I first played, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like my favorite character. But then I like revisit it and I think about it more. I'm like, oh, man, I fucking hate 9S. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's like it's like point to that one comic where it's just for like 30 hours. It's just him talking to 2B going, oh, my God, machines that have emotions. How could B to B? It's like he can't put it together after seeing all these different examples. It's like you're being an asshole. Yeah, and he was just so back and forth about it where I'm like, am I supposed to interpret this as him being like jokey and like going along with it? Because he'd be like, yeah, machines don't have feelings. Fuck them. Kill them. I don't care. But then other times it's like, oh, a little guy. So I'm like, what, what are you then? <laughs> I don't know your side of this weird robot politics. Now that I am deep diving deeper in with Clemps and Replay of Automata, so I got, got some foresight and also some history on the side. going to be playing that as a little podcast on the side. Mm. So I get to go in with foresight and shit. So hopefully on the second go around, this time with Japanese voices... Mm, I'll yeah. like it a bit more. And yeah, yeah, because um, I did the same. And that was, like, one of the biggest things about 9S is his voice actor completely warped how I felt about that character. This grown-ass man. Yeah, because he, he's got the um over-the-garden-wall sort of treatment, or, like, Gravity Falls, where he just sounds like an adult voicing <laughs> a child. But then I go to the Japanese voice, and I, I start looking more on the Japanese side of things and doing research, and it's like, oh, Ninus was a little kid the entire time. He was, like, maybe 13, physically, anyway, like, mentally as well. It, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if we're going to be technical, Tubi's age is, like, two years old because she's a big robot lady, or android lady. And then Ninus would be in the same boat, so it's, like, you know, not that official age. 
But you go into like, okay, what did Yoko Taro model them to be? It's like, oh, so the Yorha are like women and children. I, I understand now. So for a child to be acting like a fucking jackass, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Children are stupid, even if they're programmed to be hyper-intelligent android boys. But still, emotionally, he's immature. And I'm like, <coughs> all right, him acting the way he does does make sense. I don't hate 9S anymore. But... Sometimes I have those moments where I see 9S and I clench my fist in rage for a second, and then I reflect and I go, ah, he's just a little dummy. He's a little, yeah, dumb. he's a little dummy. I mean, there he's, is he's a little idiot. There's another element that I learned from watching the Clumps video is that there's a fucking thing about the Yorha androids with, I don't remember how many times 9S quote unquote dies in the story of Automata, mm -hmm. but when they die and they get they come back, their brain yeah, gets- Yeah, via, via the bunker. Yeah, they lose like- like a week or a few months of memory. So mm -hmm. that could be attributed to, oh, yeah, totally. to 9S had going back and forth with all oh, little guys or they're just machines. I don't know what he could have lost in that time. Yeah, totally. It's in, in a sense, I'm being very open with this term pulp fictioning us where it's like 9S is just fucking around with his memory. So it's like, what did he keep during this section? I don't fucking know. What did he keep when they encountered Adam? I don't know, etc. So, so in a sense, it's like scrambling his memory around. So it's just bits and pieces taken. It's reverse Pulp Fiction, I guess I would say. <laughs> reverse pulp he, He's losing memory as opposed to like gaining information. Uh, but I think it's neat. And outside of, the, <laughs> inside of that intro, like I said, I don't know how many times he quote unquote dies. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's virtually impossible to say, especially with stage play stuff in mind and all that. Mm. It's wacky. It's wacky. Yokotaro's neat. He's still still one of my favorite directors of all times, but sometimes there's a bit of weirdness. And I know the other thing with Automata, it was like co-written, co-directed, something along those lines. And uh, of course, some stuff got cut. Square Enix didn't give him all the budget that he needed, etc. It's, it's a whole wacky thing. I'm glad he's getting recognition, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always hope that Automata would get the same treatment as a replicant at some point. But really, you know, you don't gotta, like, touch up the graphics too much or anything. It's just really, I just want them to add more content to that game. Just fill in some, like, gaps. I don't want to say, like, over-explain things, because I like a lot of the subtlety of Automata. But really, just make things more central information, I guess I would say. Don't don't make it too exclusive to stage plays that you can only see in Japan as a native Japanese speaker. Or, or just a like lot that. of external content, like the fucking Sino Alice for Gestalt and Replicant. Oh, yeah. I fucking... I wish I liked Sino Alice. <laughs> I read... <laughs> I looked up for what happens to some characters in Sino Alice, because that shit... I guess is canon, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, everything's totally. canon. And it's like, oh my, that is bleak, especially <laughs> after reading or looking up the summary of the main characters in Grimoire Near, mm -hmm. which is essentially ending E. Yeah, yeah. Comprised as a book exclusive to Japan, which has been translated, don't worry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, thank you, Yoko Taro, for giving us half a happy ending and then taking it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking. Oh, there's another thing about that. Oh, yeah, no, I... Uh, the thing I was going to say was, like, man, I wish I liked Sino Alice, because I, I played Gotcha on the occasion. I, I like Arknights. I wish I could play Grambler. I still got to, like, retry it, because before I was on iOS, and that shit's not compatible. Um, Fake Go, etc. Uh, Genshin, of course. Um, I fucking adore the character designs in Sino Alice, and, like, po Pinocchio, which I know this is a weird sense to say, Pinocchio is, like, one of the fucking best boys I've ever seen. 
<laughs> I've always been like really inspired by that character design and everything. Oh, they do. Uh, Are they uh, doing what Gestalt does, where characters are named after fairy tales and shit? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Sick. Because I think the whole thing is like Yokotaro was like, oh yeah, I've been really like interested in like all that sort of like folklore and stuff, and uh, you know. No copyright, so no copyright. <laughs> we oh, yeah. just get that going. It's free real estate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, P- Pinocchio. I believe Pinocchio and like Gretel are my favorite characters. Oh, that's a really good design. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love those too. Um, but yeah, no, I I just wish I enjoyed the gameplay because you know I really like the story, I really like the characters. It's just it, it's one of the few gotcha where I kind of fucking noped out because the <clears throat> gameplay is a little bit too, a little bit too chimp brained. It's a little too cookie clicker for mm-hmm. me. So, you know, at least fake go. I'm like, hey, it's a little bit strategy. And like Arknights, I'm like, man, this is actually really fucking intense sometimes. <laughs> On the upside, though, you play Sinoalis. If you get through the chimp brain stuff, you might find out some of that canon and near near content. Yeah. I don't even... <clears throat> I still gotta read about the FF14 raid with the Automata shit. Oh, yeah, I gotta fucking play through that sometimes here. To quote Wooly, that could be the Rosetta Stone of that series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Eventually. I don't know. I, I think I'll get back into 14 sometime before the um next expansion. Because <clears throat> one of my main things is I want to play it on PC. However, that would require buying all the expansions again. So it's like, yeah, I'll just get the newest one because the newest expansion has to include the oldest ones too. Uh, and then and then I'll just keep playing on PC because I played on PS4 before, oh. and that's the whole thing. That that was a good chunk of my last year, <laughs> or previous year rather. <laughs> Until it wasn't good. Oh no! I mean, it was still good. It's just I I I got a little too anxious. I could I could only play uh. one online game constantly doing the same things for hours and hours on end for so long. And in fact, I got it mixed up. Um, I told someone to put 300 hours into Animal Crossing recently, uh, New Horizons. That was wrong. Uh, that was actually 14. <laughs> that was 14. <laughs> Over the course of like two to three months of like nonstop playing that fucking game. That was like 300 hours. Speaking of Animal Crossing, I paid off all the debts. <laughs> oh, fucking impressive. Wow. I have essentially beaten the game. Thank <laughs> you, turn up prices. I was going to say, did you fucking get lucky on the stock market? I watched, the, I watched the sites and I looked on social media to see who had the highest price. I was on that shit like... It was like an addiction. <laughs> I I ended it. I ended it at six million, and I thought, Jesus okay, fuck. this is good. I can move around my island as I please. And then I paid off the debts, got an extended storage space, and was like down to two million. That's still good though. I can work with that. <laughs> That's fucking impressive. <laughs> and now I'm just buying pipes. <laughs> gonna maybe I can rework my island while watching uh, fucking Demon Slayer or some shit. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. I started Demon Slayer. Oh wow. Kometsu no Yaiba. Because I have a good friend who I'm gonna visit soon and she keeps fucking going on about Demon Slayer. Mm. And mm. she told me, yo, it's on Netflix. So so uh before anything else, is that one of the good shonens? I two episodes in, I think it's pretty good. Okay. And I <laughs> have, have you been watching subbed or dubbed? Uh subbed. Okay. There there is a reason that we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah, I want yeah. I didn't know anything about the sub, so, or dub. But yeah, when I visit her, I want to make sure I have something we can both talk about, and she's just not screaming at a void of what she loves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty fair. Uh, I've had my eyes on it. I've just been hesitant. 
because uh, you know it's one of those ones where it's like that in My Hero Academia like no one shuts the fuck up about it though I don't think My Hero Academia is bad I'm just lukewarm on it it's one of those shows where I'm like yeah it's okay but you know, there's a couple characters I really like like the knife girl I can't remember her name off the top of my head to- Toka? no and that's Tokyo Ghoul Toga to- Toga maybe maybe <laughs> if sounds, Umi- sounds close Himihiko Toka is that her name? I think so <laughs> I don't know something like that uh, but I don't know. I've never been too big into the the superhero element of that. And I mean, I also like that guy with like the hands on his face, uh, much much like I do twenty four fucking seven. I always have my hands on my face. Um, but uh, yeah, Demon Slayer. I always thought it, like looked neat. I'm like, okay, that's a little bit more out there for like a shonen anime. Uh, but the biggest reason why I've always been curious about it is there's that one motherfucker, and I'm I'm losing his name right now. But there's a motherfucker, and I learned he's voiced by uh, my, my favorite voice actor. <laughs> he's voiced by Chaos and or Xiao, and I'm like, god damn, that guy has some range. Um, I want to say his name, however, at the same time, I'm probably going to get it mixed up because there's a singer recently who has a like, similar sounding name to me, so that's going to fuck me up. I want to say it's Matsuoka. Matsuoko Yoshitsuke. Yeah, that guy. That guy is my favorite voice actor, and he goes fucking crazy with that role. Yosuke? Uh... Yeah, 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 I know, okay. Because um, I'm used to him voicing, like, Chaos and uh, Shell, where it's, like, a very, like, you know, sort of low sort of tone, where he's like, he'll him and I know. Like, he'd have, like, that sort of voice. Um, At most, with Shell, he'll, like, do those, like, growls that are, like, really impactful. But he's generally a very, very calm boy. With Inosuke, and I, I want to say, like, a couple other characters, like Sora from No Game, No Life. Uh, and, and he also voiced that boy from the. Is it bad to like pick up girls from the dungeon or whatever? The fuck? Is, <laughs> it to is, is, is it wrong to pick up girls from the dungeon? Is it wrong? Is it wrong? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, within Nosuke, it's just fucking night and day difference. <laughs> it was fucking wild in that role. Yeah, it's still still one of the bits that like got me like to to be like a little bit more curious about that character. There's two of them. One is like the one where he's like eating food and like laughing. <laughs> yeah, that, that little fucking noise. But the biggest one is like where he like bends all the way back and he's like cries. He's like, yeah! he's fucking giggling the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> fucking noises he makes he's he's a menace oh yeah and he's also fucking kirito i guess Uh, (laughs) it's always depressing i can take people who only know him as like inosuke or xiao i can't handle the people who only know him as fucking kirito (laughs) that shit sucks so this is the real black swordsman cuts to a clip of inosuke on the train just going along going (laughs) (laughs) he's a fucking menace um he's a menace yeah (laughs) he's a menace i want pictures of inosuke Yeah, no, I fucking I love that guy's performance. So that that would essentially be the main reason why I would be going in. Um, I don't know. Do, do, do you have like any general thoughts about it? Uh, I like the animation and I like mm-hmm. the characters. The first episode was, it was stepping. It was a little weird because I was this is like the first anime in a while that I started to pick up and watch again. Did one of the new ones that I was like, holy fuck, people talk to themselves a lot. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, get past that. Oh, you're really good. And there's one scene in the second episode where the main character, I forget his name, is running down the mountain and he's avoiding all these traps. And I was like, wow, that looks really dynamic and really mm. squishy and shit. That's mm. like, I, I like it. And I like the character designs too. They're actually pretty nice. Mm. Yeah, no, because, um,. Uh, I'm always hesitant on Demon Slayer 
uh, just because it's like very very popular. Not that it's unearned or anything. It's very popular in like the West and Japan, which is like very surprising. Um, it's just I'm hesitant because like shonen isn't a genre that's always for me, if anything. And I'm always like filled to the brim with like a backlog. Uh, but I, I think it looks neat, if anything. Um, oh, there's something else I was gonna say, but I'm forgetting. But no, looks neat. Well, I'll get around to it when I can. Uh, cause even like one of my favorite uh singers, even his like favorite anime is like Kimetsu no Yaiba. I'm like, whoa, that shit gets around. So now I have the meta of like my favorite singer listens to my favorite actor. I'm like, amazing. <laughs> wow, kings of the voices, I guess. Kings of the voices. <clears throat> Uh, but is that all for your week? I uh, got <clears throat> a few more things. Gonna go blast through these quick. Okay. Uh, just started buying some, some music CDs because mm-hmm. back in Christmas, my sister bought me a CD player. Like, oh, okay, this is cool. Oh, I but, thought she bought you a record player. Oh, she got me for that a few Christmases ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, but speaking of that record player, she got me she got me a vinyl of Heaven and Hell by Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. which is fucking rockin'. <laughs> excited for that and I picked up SMT4 again <clears throat> after a long stint of getting bored with it cause man I don't like Tokyo I don't like the map <laughs> it's very there's a lot of nooks and crannies it's very much like a maze you gotta go around right past right rows a lot of a lot of cutoffs and mm, shit yeah yeah wasn't feeling it for a while but it picked up again cause again some more stories making more demons mm. <clears throat> yeah cause I'm fairly certain um mainline SMT tends to be traditional. Uh, well, I mean, more so for the ones that aren't, like, Nocturne, where that was, like, a console release. Given SMT4 is, like, a handheld game, I imagine they would want to go back to, like, the SNES and, like, PlayStation 1 era of doing things. But that's just a guess anyway. Uh, they do that with, I think, Strange Journey and Apocalypse, when it goes back to old-style first-person dungeon crawling. Mm. But Battle System is still very much, like, old classic SMT. Which I think is pretty cool. It's very good. Does I, it? Does that press turn, or was that like a nocturnal thing? Uh, it does do press turn. All right, sick. I think <laughs> I think press turn started with nocturne, and it followed up with that for every other game, mm. which would be pretty cool because press turn is fucking rocking. That, that would system. make sense. That would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, I also started getting into Yu-Gi-Oh again. Really? I, Wait, like actually playing the games or the anime? Uh, playing the games. Anime is on and off. It's just like a joke thing. It's like, look <laughs> at the funny episode. <laughs> but I went over to a friend's house real briefly to help him celebrate their birthday. Like, happy birthday. And he was playing Legacy of the Duelists on PC. And I was like, mm. hey, I remember like a few years ago, you wanted to make a Dark Magician deck. And I was like, yeah, but I don't really play anymore because there's no one to play with. <laughs> and I tried that out and I was like, oh, oh, this is fun. That does that and that does that. It's like it activated some dopamine in my brain. <laughs> the synapse is all lit up at once. I was like, that's pretty cool. Plus, I'm there's an on there's an online Yu-Gi-Oh game where I could just make a deck. I was like, oh, I, it's all the fun without spending any of the money. Yeah. Because yeah. decks are like twenty bucks each. I was like, I don't want to spend forty bucks to make a deck where I don't think I could play with anybody in a general area mm. unless I want to drive a million miles out for a game night. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I've seen a lot of people, uh, Meriwether and like Takahata included, they've gotten like really into uh, the PC version. I just know if you're doing like that means of playing it or the uh, proper like order a play mat, get cards, etc. <laughs> yeah, getting getting the PC version makes much more sense. Yeah, PC version all the way. And Legacy of a Duel. Okay, there's a uh, 
online game, we just go in, you can make your deck and find some matches online. Or just with friends, because the meta for that is, I don't want to follow that. Mm-hmm. There's too many things to don't understand with card descriptions that are like 10 paragraphs long. Mm-hmm. And there's Legacy of Duelists, which is just, you're playing through the anime stories, which, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun game. I just gotta play it more. I gotta get my brain back in, in the, the rules and shit, because it has been a while. Yeah, I, I am absolutely outsider looking in. Uh, I'm pretty sure my brother was like into Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah, he had to be. My, my brother was very into Yu-Gi-Oh. I remember he collected cards and everything. Uh, and I, I would see the card with the nurse girl and I would feel things. The nurse girl. And then I would just slide it back in. <laughs> Burst the nurse. <laughs> Burst the nurse. Burst the nurse. But yeah, that's about it for my week. Mm-hmm. Um, My week has been very jaded. Let me, let me get my notes out. <laughs> Not that it's like bad or anything, but it's definitely like, man, I I've, I haven't been doing too much. I must have just been working uh, and organizing stuff. Where is the podcast now? It's there it is. Um, yeah, I got a couple things written. Uh, I think the most immediate thing, because I didn't do this in like chronological order because I kept forgetting to write my notes. Uh, the most immediate thing, hey, I, I might be a barista boy. That might be a thing I might be doing because pizza's helping me out. Try to try to get him to work with him on his job and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that would work. Um, I don't have a license. I don't have, like, a viable mode of transportation outside of pizza currently because trying to get a license has been, like, the longest fucking process, especially with my dad. Because he doesn't understand the concept of, like, hey, I can't get a license if I don't have a fucking car, if I don't have someone who can teach me how to drive and, like, drive me out there. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. Um... But I don't know. I'm I'm interested in the prospect of it. I'm hoping I can get part-time work because the way pizza always phrases things, it sounds like a nightmare. And I don't know if it's like, hey, you can only do full-time or part-time. But uh, yeah, basically just got to get our schedule synced up. And I think it could be neat. They're, they're very accepting of my looks. They don't they don't care about being a boy with long hair and looking feminine shit, so that's good for one. Uh, otherwise, I, I can handle the process. I'm, I'm much older than I was when I was younger. I mean, that's that goes without fucking saying. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? The, the, the thing with that is, like, what I meant exactly was I just used to be, like, really fucking anxious with even the thought of, like, working and, like, failure. But I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm 21 now. If I fail, yeah, fuck you too, buddy. I don't give a shit anymore. I'll do my best, of course. But if I fail, I'm like, ah, oh, time has passed. Whatever. I'll, I'll do something better next time. <laughs> That's kind of how I've gotten working on these long-ass videos for so long. I'm like, does this video have to be perfect? I don't give a shit. I just want to say I put out a video. I'm tired of working on this video for a month. I just want to put out a video a week if I can. <laughs> this is a bunch of ass. This bag of asses, fuck this. Bag of asses. But yeah, no. Um, training is obviously going to be awkward. Things are going to be awkward. I just accepted that element of it. But you know, if, if I can do a job, and then I do said job, and I get money, then money good. Money money pays for things. Money means I can get gunpla, or vodka, or, or <laughs> whatever else I want to get. Or more bad dragons. Excellent point, Grim. <laughs> that's, that's a great one. <laughs> You're exactly right. That's exactly right, Grim. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right, G. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, one of the bigger things, though, is pizza helped me get my PC. So that's always been on loan. So I got to do that. 
uh, he also got another loan, or I got another loan from him, <laughs> which is, yeah, I, I wanted Paul and Indian Shamrock. I, I wanted my little robot boy. Yeah, so. really crying. <laughs> I wasn't crying. I was upset with the situation. I'm You're like, Man. basically crying. Because <laughs> Shamrocks usually go for, like, a really expensive price. Uh, Paul and Indians in general, surprisingly, but I'm like, holy shit, $80 for this? Like, that's fucking wild. We, we gotta, like, act on this fast. Because I was even looking through other listings, like, yeah, no, people are selling them for, like, 300 Polynesian Alvin, or Poly, Polynesian? I'm, I'm not sure how the pronunciation would be. I'm probably just saying it with double N's. That's another one I really desperately want, but, like, holy shit. That used to be, like, cheap, and no one was getting it. Now it's, like, $500, because I think it undersold. I just, I, I just want my robot gunpla boys. That's <laughs> all I fucking want. But yeah, no, um, even beyond that, it's like, hey, I, I can buy commissions, I can support my own work more, things things will just get easier. It sucks, but you know, money is money. Plus it'll help us like move into the apartment like a lot fucking faster, if anything. You get so. a deluxe copy of Balan Wonderworld. Oh god, <laughs> never, never gnaw in your fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Fuck that game. I don't. Did, I don't even want to talk about that did game. Did that demo not tied you over? It did not. It did not. That was fucking. That looked like freeware. That was <laughs> terrible. The mighty number nine of knights. That was using fucking unity ass. That's a good way to word it, actually, because <laughs> that's how it fucking feels. Worse than mighty number nine. Yeah. But it feel, also feels worse than knights, which is exactly what mighty number nine's relationship with Mega Man is. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I, it would also be nice to, like, learn how to, like, you know, make coffee, mix these sort of drinks or whatever. I, I think that'd be, like, a comfy experience in a sense. Uh, pizza, pizza was, like, giving me advice or whatever on it. He was like, oh, yeah, if there's, like, a long line, just don't focus on it. Ignore it, whatever you do. I'm like, yeah, that's basically what I was going to do. Like, you fuckers aren't going to take away from my comfy time. <laughs> your cum time? Cum time. I'm locked in here with you. No, you're locked in here with me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Go to the one that's three doors down. Yeah, eat shit. <laughs> yeah, if you, there's a customer you don't like, whoa, plague be upon me. <laughs> whoa, plague be upon me. Spray hot coffee in their face. <laughs> Spray hot coffee. <laughs> They're just, just like throw. freaking out on the floor and like Fortnite. I'm flossing. <laughs> They've got like fucking Freddy Krueger face. I'm just flossing on top of them, like standing on their chest. <laughs> you drink all their soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you could. I could. I could drink all the soy milk. You'd get fired. I can. <laughs> Anywho, uh, b beyond that, uh, I, I just hope it goes well. This this would technically be my first time, hopefully, maybe getting a job because things have always been a huge fucking process. It's not that I'm lazy. It's just that options have always been like really fucking difficult in our era, or area. Well, era too, but uh, yeah, it's, it's besides the point. No, you're just lazy. You don't want to go knock on doors. Yeah, you don't want to knock on fucking doors or go to local businesses. Even when you go to local businesses, oh, you're just not looking at the right ones, fucker. <laughs> Anywho, um, beyond that, uh, Pizza and I watched Train to Busan. That is a. I'm probably butchering that fucking yeah, pronunciation. Because I'm good with like Japanese pronunciations. I don't know Korean ones. Uh, that is a Korean zombie flick, and that's a pretty good one. It's um, a pretty good one. Depressing uh, as hell, but... Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, no spoilers, of course. Yeah. Basically, Train to Busan... Uh, I'm gonna assume it's Busan. Um, it's a story of a father and his daughter, and they're... They, they, they don't have the best relationship going on or whatever. Literally, the opening is, like, he comes home and is like, hey, got you a present, and then, you, like, she, like, opens it up, and it's a Wii, and, you know, there's just that awkward moment of, like, hey, why, why isn't she having a reaction? 
pans over. Oh, she already owns a Wii. She got it for children's day. It's like, oh, fuck. That's that's how fucking strained the relationship is. And um, so essentially, one of the only presents the girl ends up wanting is like, oh, I want to see her, like my mom, who like lives in like Busan. Busan? I already forgot the fucking pronunciation I was rolling with. Busan. Busan. Flip flop. That sounds correct, but I don't know the the Korean dialect. (laughs) And so they get on the train, and uh, yeah, shit starts acting up. There's a crazy hobo, and he's like, oh, fuck, everyone's dead, everyone's dying. And then inevitably, a girl who is bitten gets on the train. And yeah, that that's essentially the horror of it is you're all trapped on this fucking train that is getting infected by like this virus. And they're straight up like 28 days later, like rage virus style zombies. So they run up to you and bite you. You're just infected like within seconds almost. It kind of varies because, uh, you know, plot reasons. There's just moments where it's like, no, we have to have this dramatic scene. So zombification is going to take a while. But for the majority of people, it's like, no, nah, get fucked. I don't know, maybe just chalk it up to the immune system, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking engaging. I liked it. How, how did you feel about pizza? I thought it was real good. I was engaged the entire movie. I'm like, wow, this is a zombie movie where it's just kind of not a generic zombie movie, but, like, kind of is, but it's also real interesting because it has really good characters. Yeah. Like, there, there are a lot of t- times in that movie where it's like, wow, these are really engaging and, like, tragic care and tragic in terms of like you guys have like fucked up like lives going on or it's yeah. just like you just have some not great shit going on with you and you're just trapped in the situation like yeah i like you yeah you're yeah. cool yeah it's it's a very unfair movie in the <laughs> sense that it's very very real like there, there's a motherfucker i won't say who where i'm just like please just die already mm-hmm. please just die already and this motherfucking frogman is like just running around just actively pushing people into zombies i'm like oh my fucking like God. main characters <laughs> yeah yeah oh what, what a fucking insufferable cunt but, you know, it's very real. I, th- I feel like it's a very genuine presentation, if that sort of thing was, like, able to go down. Uh, to the point of, like, mob mentality starts coming into play. Uh, people and, like, self-sacrifice. There's moments where, like, someone, like, sacrifices themselves, and it's not even, like, intentional. It's like, oh, you just move along, like, just go on. But she, like, shuts the door on him. That guy ends up surviving and goes, like, what the fuck? Why did you shut the door on me? <laughs> It's like, you fucking... Oh, my God. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on um, Amazon Prime, I think. Good. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, don't, don't... I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's a very engaging sort of movie. Um, uh, I don't know if there's that much to say, but, you yeah, know, I, I just thought it was a really interesting sort of Korean drama horror film going on. And, uh, of course, I'm, like, very inexperienced with, like, K-drama or any of that stuff. But I thought it was neat. <laughs> as 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 a big fan of zombie films, I'm like, wow, rarely does anyone do this sort of um I forget the terminology. I want to say it's like ship in a bottle story. Mm-hmm. Basically it just means like you're you're in a situation and it's entirely self-contained to this train. Because most films they tend to be like, oh yeah, we're progressing, we have to get across the city, we have to escape. This one is like, no, this is our escape vehicle. We just have to fucking survive in this mm-hmm. thing. It's like if in fucking Left 4 Dead you got to like the fucking helicopter or the plane. But now you gotta start fighting. <laughs> like you gotta take them down, and they don't have like any like resourceful weapons. It is like hardcore, like gorilla. Just use what you can around you. Um, but yeah, no, good movie. Definitely recommended it. Um, 
beyond that. Actually, let me let me check how much time I got. I know I made it like a little bit smaller. Okay, 20, 20 minutes, but I could send that to another 10 if I wanted to. Uh, I started Amori. And that that is another one of those games where I don't want to say too much. Oh. Um, Omori is a game that's been in the works from artist Omo Cat for years. And I've been a big fan of Omo Cat. Uh, they made Pretty Boy. That's a comic that really spoke to me when I was younger and exploring my sexuality and feelings and stuff like that. And I always thought their art was pretty neat. I always try to like get merch from them when I can. Uh, as expensive as it is because it's very designer in a sense despite being independent uh, and they've been working on this game for like ages now I want to say the first trailer was either like 2013 2014 uh, and, and that's why it's always funny when people are like oh my god it's just another fucking Undertale clone for like Tumblr and shit like that it's like man this game existed before Undertale was even like a spec <laughs> yeah, that's what always makes it ironic um but this game is essentially, it's essentially Omocat as a creator, designer, developer, whatever, essentially working in their biggest inspirations just to make something that's all its own. Um, as far as games that are spiritual successors to Earthbound, I feel like this is the closest we've gotten uh, to, to something that's like really faithful to it. It has other inspirations too. Um, I've been following Omocat for like the longest while, so Yume Nikki is also taken into account. Uh, Off is another one that's like really out there which most people didn't play but I totally played and that's like a really fucking great like French RPG I was gonna say fucking French JRPG but that wouldn't make sense it's it's an FRPG if that's even a genre with a lot of like intense horror elements and this kind of bakes those three in uh, with Earthbound prioritized but I feel like it's the most it, it's still very unique is what I want to say Um, where where would I even begin with this no, no, not in, like, the fucking YouTube way. Shut up, pizza. Fuck you, I'll beat the shit out of you if you fucking try to bring it there. It's just... It was just funny. It's not just, funny. Just the wording was funny. Just fucking fuck you. Because there's, like, a thing where, like, every fucking, like, early 2010s, late 2000s, like, gaming YouTuber goes, like, where do I even begin with this game? And then they, like, go on a big fucking rant, but shut up. Okay. Just let me say words. <laughs> fucking... <sighs> train of thought, train of thought. Basically, Omori is a really fucking engaging game. Uh, one of the main central themes of it is like dreaming and just figuring out what's real, what isn't, uh, certain factors like that. And you play as this boy named Omori. And initially, he's in the white space, which is just a complete fucking void. But once you leave through the door, this is very early. Um, but if you want to be like completely blind, like maybe just skip ahead maybe 10 minutes or so i don't know um but you go through it and you end up going to this other place i'm not sure if it's had like an official like name for it yet but the game is essentially split up into three areas you have white space which is the void that's that's just a weird place in and of itself uh then you have this other place which i i want to assume it's what's called headspace and that's where you're interacting with your friends and you're in the dreamlike sort of areas. Uh, again, very Yume Nikki in that sense. And th that's what I would essentially call the JRPG zone. That's, that's when it's a proper turn-based RPG. And then otherwise you have another area which I can't say too much about, but you play as a boy named Sunny. 
and I've only gone through one of the sessions so far. I'm not I'm not terribly far in. Uh, I've only gotten as far as to get to the other world area, which is like zone number two. And yeah, you're essentially just playing as a boy uh, in in sunny scenarios. You're playing as a boy who's just newly moved in, and his mom's out, and it's the middle of the night, and the situation is you're hungry and you have to go downstairs. And it's just a very real and interesting abstract portrayal of a boy who's scared of the dark having to go downstairs in the middle of the night just to get food. And, you know, I, I just have to drop it. That's, that's all I can say without getting too deep into it. But on a visual presentation level, there's a lot of mixed media aesthetics. It's very reminiscent of, like, Earthbound stuff you would see in, like, promotional materials where they have, like, the claymation and all that. Um, Storyline-wise... There, there's moments where you're in the JRPG sections. I'm like, wow, this feels like a lost Nintendo game sometimes. Like, this feels like something the developer would have done. The art style, uh, colors, and designs are like really faithful in that sense. And the dialogue has been pretty good. I can't, I can't say too much, uh, of course. But yeah, there, there was a moment where I meant the Life Jam guy. And and if people know Life Jam guy, they know that's a motherfucker. He will kill you. <laughs> And he is a fucking menace. Nishi had a moment where he was like, yeah, he Life Jam guy is the sand, Sans Undertale of this game, <sighs> except he's actually funny, and he's actually brief, and knows when to not be in the scene. I'm like, you know what? That's actually pretty fucking on point for his character. <laughs> I wish I could show any images, but, you know, it is what it is. We, we are an audio podcast. Maybe I could sneak a Life Jam guy into, like, the corner of the screen. <laughs> But it's really fucking good. I love the music. I love the characters. Uh, art is fantastic, of course. And hey, it's it's an actual JRPG. There are actual JRPG mechanics, and it's really fucking engaging with the emotion system. So instead of having traditional like stat weaknesses and stuff, instead you have emotions as a factor, where you can either make characters or like like people in your party or like enemies happy, sad, scared, all the sort of stuff. And there are reasons to do it. Like, like there is actual incentive to, like, scaring one of your party members. Uh, or, or, you know, making an enemy, like, happy and stuff like that. And it's just really engaging. I think I've put, like, maybe five hours in so far. And it's, like, it's a, like, proper 40-hour game or so. So, excited to play more of that when I can. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to see when I get there. We'll just have to see. But yeah, no, game game is getting spoiled to death, but <laughs> I'm, I'm thankfully avoiding it. Nishi says it's his new favorite game, so I, I definitely have some expectations for it. But we'll have to see. Uh, beyond that, I, I rewatched all of Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy when, whenever I was having break days. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> that, that was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid alongside Invader Zim. Uh, and if I had to rank it, I would say... Number one is probably still Zim um, on a personal level. Number one would be Gumball on like an objective level, but I would put Gumball at second for me personally. Grim is either third or fourth. It's either above or below My Life as a Teenage Robot, but I think when watching the full show, um, I'll say seasons one through four are up there. 
uh, seasons five and six are just insufferable. <laughs> there, there was very little to get out of it. They were trying to be the haha meme funny kind. They, they, they sure were for early two thousands fucking humor. The kind of humor where it does the same gag for like a solid thirty seconds and expects you to laugh. Yeah. You know what didn't do that? What? Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But yeah, it, it's. I mean, that's also early Cartoon Network. It's just the only difference is Samurai Jack isn't, like, complete comedy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Gr- Grimm uh, is, like, total comedy. I get you. Um, you know, uh, I, really, I really love Mandy. I really love Grimm. They're, they're great characters. Billy started out fine, but Garage has got more and more insufferable. And I've kind of noticed that seasons, like, five and six or whatever, uh, Mandy is, like, almost out of the picture. I don't know if that was, like, a licensing thing, like, if the actress just didn't want to play her as much. But yeah, God, when basically when like Fred Fred Berger enters the scene, just stop watching mm-hmm. the show. The keeper of the Reaper onward is just like stop, stop watching the show. You've you've watched all the Family Guy funny moments. <laughs> you've you've gone through the best bits. But you know when Grimm is good, it's genuinely fucking hilarious. I I would say um, even though I also grew up on SpongeBob, I just don't gel as well with SpongeBob as I used to when I was a kid. Uh, it's kind of my personal SpongeBob. Where it's got that sort of fucking comedy going on. Uh, it's also got a lot of SpongeBob voice actors, but more importantly, it's got a lot of fucking Metal Gear actors <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, you have like Cam Clark, you got like fucking Liquid's actor playing like so many background characters. Uh, surprisingly, Hostel Gato is not played by David Hayter, <laughs> but that would have been fucking amazing. Um, but, you know, I would definitely say like it's a genuinely like dark and hilarious show early on. I feel like it pushed like a lot of boundaries for uh, children's entertainment at the time, and it still holds up. Uh, that's the most important factor for it. Like Grim, did you? Uh, I, ironically, did you grow up with Grim Adventures? Uh, on and off. <laughs> I see. It was mostly, I think, like the first few seasons, and then I just yeah, it was on and off from there on, and I watched a bit. I think it was mostly seasons five and six. Oh, no. So I got the bad parts. That's, yeah, no wonder you fucking watched it on and off. That sucks. <laughs> I, I I was there from, like, basically the very beginning. So I was like, yeah, no, I, I think when I got through it, I was like, yeah, I've seen every single episode through seasons one through four. <laughs> five and six is when it just becomes, like, lame, weak, gross-out humor with no horror elements whatsoever, so... You guys remember the gag where Billy squeezes his fucking nose and mucus comes out and he does the joke twice? Isn't that funny? Or, or how how many episodes revolve around Billy saying fart? Isn't that funny? Is, his, isn't that funny, kids? Say it nose. over and over again. Yeah, or his nose. But yeah, no, it, it just becomes a very generic show. With, with a show that started out with like a very dark identity going on and like very out there humor... Uh, things felt like they were fully in control, like Maxwell Adams and the staff. It, it just stops being like that. I don't know if it's just the staff running low on juice, but I kind of noticed like horror starts become less and less of a factor. They start taking way less risks. So if if I had to have a theory, I think it's just seeing real stuff slowly being rolled in because the show lasted until like 2006, I want to say. So CN Real would have been like a little bit after that, maybe like a year or two. So I think that's just Cartoon Network like slowly shifting gears, being like, okay, you you can't do this shit anymore. You you have to be safer. Have to be safe. And then and then Andrew WK kicked down the doors and said, "Ha ha, pack your bags, get the fuck out." 
Check this out, guys. It's destroy, build, destroy. But don't worry, we have a billion Mandy decal on one of the machines we built. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't put it past them to do that. It's like, no, see, we're still Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I recommend those first four seasons. Mandy is an amazing character. Grimm is also fucking great. Show, show is funny and then it stopped being funny. Um, beyond that, I think the the last thing that I have of note, which isn't even like too much. Uh, I started reading Bleach. That's another thing that Nishi recommended. I, I would have said I started Code Geass as well, but um, there, there were like complications with that. So I'll get to that soon. Maybe I'll talk about it next week when Nishi is going to be on for another solo one. Uh, hopefully I can also finish Amori by then, but I don't think we'll have a spooler talk or anything. Um, and that's pretty neat. I, I remember I read a little bit of Bleach in, like, high school, uh, in the manga section. They, they had it. And Bleach is to Nishi what Blue Exorcist was to me. This is the supernatural shonen show where you have the loudmouth protagonist. And they just go through supernatural shit. And... I guess, I mean, it's, it's an unfair advantage. I, I grew up with Blue Exorcist more, and I got farther into it. But Blue Exorcist is still more of my personal thing. But I'm still seeing a lot of value in Bleach, and I can definitely see why it, like, clicked with Nishi so hard. This is, like, um... This is Nishi's, like, biggest formative media, I guess I would say. Like, I, I want to say he was reading Bleach, or at least, like, watching it ever since he was, like, four years old or something like that, because he had an older brother who would show him it. So I can definitely see where a lot of the stuff like rubbed off on him. Um, and I know stuff gets like really rough later on into the series, but for the early bits, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, Ichigo is a fucking asshole. <laughs> that's, that's immediately apparent, but it's not, it's not without reason. You immediately get a grasp of his family where he's got one of those dads where it's like, haha, I'm going to fucking drop kick you. And it's like, yeah, I'd be, I'd be probably pretty pissed too at this level of fucking like not not spousal abuse with like child abuse that he's experiencing where his dad just runs up and does a fucking drop kick on him and everyone's like aha wacky anime of him like aha <laughs> this would have been very different <laughs> in the west different times back then different times i mean i don't mind it it's played off for laughs so i don't give a shit but i'm like thinking about it from like a western perspective i'm like oh no <laughs> Um, I think all this stuff with, like, Hollows has been really interesting. Because uh, essentially, Kirito, or not fucking, oh my fucking god, Ichigo. I can't believe you. Ichigo. Ichigo from second one is already, like, dealing with the supernatural. Whereas with Rin in Blue Exorcist, he's unfamiliar, basically, uh, despite living in a church full of, like, exorcists or whatever. Uh, he basically just doesn't believe it's real. Uh, Ichigo, however, he's he's a fucking nice guy. Like he's the kind of antagonist or fucking protagonist where he's an asshole, but it's not without reason. So if he sees someone like the second one is him beating up some fucking like asshole like gang members or whatever, just general fucking hoodlums, just because they were like shitting on like not literally, but they they were like defiling like an area where like a little girl like got ran over by a car or something like that. And the little girl's there and she's like, oh no, thank you for helping me. And then she can just like pass on into the afterlife. So you know it's got kinda got like a nice message to it. So and essentially the uh the Shinigami, which is like the group he ends up getting affiliated with, 
it essentially has a thing where there are two kinds of ghosts. There are wandering spirits where uh, Ichigo normally he would just do little tasks and he would like help them out, just have them like be on their way. Um, and the Shinigami, Shinigami rather, generally what they would do is they would just like stab a katana into them. I think it was kind of hard to tell with like the manga panels. I'm like really early on in. They 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 allow them to like pass on to heaven. Basically, that is their main task. Um, however, there's a different kind of hollow, and yeah, that's that's the weird thing about it. The the ones that are nice are called pluses, but the spirits that are actually like vengeful and fucking crazy are the hollow. They're the ones that really don't want to fucking pass on, and actively like go out of their way to like fuck shit up. Um, and I believe the main thing is they're also like drawn to power. So this is like chapter one. So I hope you guys don't mind like spoilers in that nah. sense. Um. Kira, I was gonna say Kirito again. <laughs> Ichigo's entire family gets fucked up. Like, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Why is this hollow coming after us? Like, we're not spirits or anything. And it's like, oh, that, that hollow was drawn to you. You can't live here anymore. So, after having, like, this funny scene of, like, him, like, bashing on, like, uh, Rukia? I forget her name. Rukia. Rukia? Is that it? <laughs> again, super, super fucking early. Super fucking early. I don't always have time for the anime and the manga. Uh, after like fooling around with her and like getting this explanation it's like oh your family is like near death right now they're all like bleeding out the kitchen has like a hole in it everyone got fucked up and so Ichigo has to like fusion with uh, Rukia because it was like a thing of like oh I'll give you like half my power but he essentially takes all of her powers somehow uh because Ichigo is like a weird kamidogu person <laughs> where it's like, oh man, you have like a lot of fucking magical power for some reason. What the fuck's up with that? So, assumedly, Rukia just becomes like a normal person. I don't think she's like a Shimigami anymore. Um, but I'll have to keep reading. And he fucks shit up. <laughs> like, from, from second one, the instant they like do that little fusion thing, it's like, yep, he's got the giant fucking sword. He's got the robes. He is going to fucking destroy shit. <laughs> And they do they do cool cool anime fight sequence, and yeah, um, from what I read, I think it's pretty engaging. Um, going back to older shonen stuff can be really risky, especially for me, where um, one of the only ones that's really clicked with me is just Hunter Hunter. But from what I'm reading, I can definitely see why Nishi's really engaged with this, and I'm interested to read more. Uh, I'm not gonna read too much. I'm just gonna read the first five volumes, and then when Nishi and I are at the clubhouse, we're just gonna like binge watch the anime together, because uh, I know it's like really important to him and stuff. I know he'd like want to go through it all again. Um, but yeah, that that be me. That be my week, and that be the end of the podcast. Basically, <laughs> sorry that everything I talked about was very specific and niche, but hey, we're we're good on time for once. Hey, we talked about coworkers shitting themselves. We talked about them doing the dookie and the job that I'm going to take from them and will be upon the. <laughs> we talked about you vomiting water on yourself. I okay, describing it as vomiting water is a little bit vile. <laughs> Can we just say I coughed up? It's okay. It's dried up by now. You no longer really look is. like you wet yourself. Oh, <laughs> man, it's true. The entirety of the podcast, my my thighs <laughs> are no longer wet. It was the true purpose of the podcast. <laughs> Amazing. To dry your fat fucking thighs. To dry my fat fucking thighs. It was the thighs that you wet along the way. <laughs> oh no. Shut uh, up, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you guys have any final things you have to say? You guys want to go get pizza?
Oh, I would like to get pizza and vodka. Okay, go get pizza. I would like that too. Unless Let's want, do that instead. Or in honor of Nishi, <laughs> shall we do Vietnamese food? No, no. Vietnamese pizza? No. Vietnamese pizza. I don't feel like putting dumping pho on my pizza. I, I love my boyfriend, but I love pizza more than his country's food. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where I'm not Italian either. Poor Nishi. Okay, let's go get pizza. Bye bye. Go play near Gestalt. Uh, 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 fuck Jim Ryan. He's a piece of shit. I'm going to fight him. Meet me outside of Denny's. I'm going to be there with a baseball bat. You cannot stop me, Jim Ryan. I know what you, you did. I'm going to crush you with that fat ass, Jim Ryan. I'm double cheeked up. Do you know how much fucking you wasted? I've been playing. Fuck you, stupid. Bye.